Members of the Vanuatu legal profession say the government push to have the Chief Justice put on a five-year contract is out of order. As is the practice in most countries, Vanuatu judges are currently appointed for life to ensure they are not beholden to any one party. The government has been trying to bring Parliament together to pass a series of constitutional reforms, including moving the Chief Justice to a limited term. But both the opposition and a party within the coalition are opposed to many of the changes and boycotted last week's sitting and plan to do the same this Friday. The group of lawyers bought advertising in the Vanuatu Daily Post newspaper on Thursday to point out the flaws they saw in the government's approach. Port Vila lawyer Gary Blake told on Wiseman how it all came about. I sent an email out to members in the profession on a sort of a chat email uh, group and received quite a number of responses. I've also received a number of responses direct to me when I've run into lawyers up at the court and so on. And with uh, no exceptions, every one of them has expressed the view that this was a bad thing and that we, the profession, should um, step up and be heard um, as to the implications of it for the country, for the administration of justice in the country and for the respect for the independence of the judiciary and the integrity of the judiciary in the country. It's something that, in a small country like this, it can have immediate unsettling consequences in the community. So we decided to put together an advertorial, if you can call it that, in the the paper today and uh, to express the profession's objections. I can't say I speak for everyone in the profession because I didn't get responses from everyone, but uh, I got responses from a large majority, so it's expressed as being from concerned members of the profession. What precisely is it that the Lothman government wants to do here? It's difficult to know what, where the driving force for the amendment came from, but today the, the Prime Minister's party has come out in the press and said that uh, they're not in support of it. Whether that's been from day one or whether that's a, a more recent development, but it was tabled somewhat out of the blue last Friday in Parliament, is what I first heard about it last Friday evening, and it had been tabled without any prior warning, without any prior consultation, without any prior reference to its existence last Friday, and it is scheduled to be dealt with this Friday, and we sort of moved into action as a result. Putting the Chief Justice on a limited-term contract is typically, of course, uh, judges uh, appointed for life, aren't they? Yes, correct, and uh, all the judges of the Supreme Court under the Constitution are um, appointed for life, subject to obviously misconduct issues that may give grounds for termination or otherwise for retirement. But otherwise, they're there for life and they have that security of tenure. But, and this is the first instance we've seen of any attempt to, um, to put limits on that. We have foreign judges that come here on fixed-term contracts. We've got a judge from New Zealand here at the moment, and we've had New Zealand judges here for many years now on a, on a rotational basis. But that's a slightly different kettle of fish. But in this case, we've, we've got a Chief Justice who's been in the role, firstly, as an acting for many years before his full-time appointment was confirmed. But he's been in the role now since about 97, 98. And obviously during that time, if you speak to people in the in the legal profession in Australia and New Zealand who are familiar with the goings-on here, they will um, all confirm that the integrity and the independence of the judiciary here could never, ever be brought into question. It's, it's dealt with many sensitive constitutional crises. It's dealt with the prosecution of 14 members of parliament for bribery. And I'm sure every politician, if you ask them, 
has been on the winning side and the losing side of cases in the Supreme Court. There's never any suggestion of favouritism one way or the other. But uh, our concern was that when you start dealing with terms for judges and the renewal of those terms, the termination of those terms, sorry, the expiry of those terms, at least in the public, there's a risk for there being a perception that the judges are becoming beholden to politicians who ultimately have a say in their appointment. You mentioned the the 14 MPs who were convicted of bribery uh, some years ago. Do you think this is a factor? that the current load of uh, politicians is thinking, well, we'll make sure this doesn't happen to us. Uh, I don't know about that. The Chief Justice is only one of the judges on the court, but he has ultimate responsibility for the administration of the court. Chief Justice Winnebeck has enormous respect, and, and I'd say across the board. So I don't know that you can necessarily jump to the view that it's, it's aimed at him or that it's for defensive reasons. That might be a view that people might take, but I don't know that there's anything to suggest straight off the bat that, that that's the motivation behind it. It may be that uh, people just think that there's terms for other people in, in high places in the community, like the President and the Auditor General, and the same should apply to the Chief Justice, without turning their mind to the implications of, of a term applying in those, in those circumstances. So it could be quite innocent, who knows? But whether it was innocent or not, it was important that voices who understood the potential implications of it spoke up about it. And I'm glad that we as a profession were able to, to express our views, and I'm also glad that the Prime Minister and his party and the coalition government could see the huge downsides associated with it and uh, have walked away from their support for it.